everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, we're going to be talking about... Uh, what did we decide about? We're going <laughs> yeah. to be talking about why people leave church. Uh, <laughs> or at least why churchy people Why think. churchy people think we li- left them. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's... Uh, it's cute. Oh, it's just... It's adorable. Downright. Oh, you just want to squeeze their cheeks. Oh, all oh, those old saggy cheeks. Let me squeeze them. <laughs> Wrinkly, scraggy cheeks. Oh, you're just adorable, you old fucking just fuck of a man. Disgusting turds. <laughs> anyway, uh, but before we get to that, we have other things to, to discuss. We do indeed, Dan. What have you got? Uh, you, you remember that state, Texas? Have you ever... You remember them? Oh? <laughs> Here we... Uh, this this actually came. Uh, I, Mackenzie posted this, so that's how I first became aware of this. Oh, okay. A new bill has made it to the floor of the Senate in Texas. Oh. Uh, oh, and they've got one of those batshit crazy legislator legislatures, don't they? Well, I don't know. Kind of like ours. Where it's you, just like you just expect the worst. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's Texas. Yourself. It's Texas. It's going to be bad, people. It, it doesn't matter that that those that the legislature is based in Austin. It's still Texas. Uh, here's what this one says. You know, they they, they have a very valid concern, mm-hmm. which is that people keep getting abortions, mostly women. Yeah. Uh, that's that's yeah. the real problem zone. Well, yeah, because if it was men getting abortions. Then it'd be fine. would be bragging about it. Right, exactly. Man, that abortion. Nobody, no, would, no one would be trying to take it away. That was an extreme abortion. Dude, you can't make me have this baby, man. I can't. I've got, like, practice. I've got, like, sports ball to play and stuff. I can't have a baby right now. I think I'm just going to kill it. Everybody be like, cool, man. Yeah. But it keeps happening to women, and so that's that's the problem. Uh, anywho, uh, the Texas Senate, uh, th- uh, the Committee on State Affairs has now unanimously passed the bill to the floor. This particular bill, uh, the, the goal of it is to protect doctors... Who don't like the the fact that they have to tell women about possible defects with their baby because those women might go out and have an abortion. Oh, dear God. So this one, this bill, should it pass, would theoretically allow doctors to either not inform a woman of health problems with their baby or lie to a woman for, I mean, basically. So this is like a fetal privacy act. Uh, ah, protecting the privacy of the fetus, right? Something along those lines. (laughs) Wow, that's uh, oh yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. Yeah, it's it's basically, I mean, it's kind of fun if doctors get to lie to us about stuff. Like, who knows what you could have? Who knows what anybody? (laughs) It could be. I mean, it could be. It it could be a mess. Doctor, is it a boy or a girl? I'm not saying. That is none of your business. <laughs> you mind your goddamn business, lady, and just have that baby. Because if I, if I tell you it's a girl and you really want a boy, you might go abort it. Oh, I am not going to tell you anything about this. You are not pregnant. You just sit there and don't drink. Take for, these vitamins. For six more months. Just don't ask questions. Don't do Sweetheart. anything. Yeah. Shh. You may or may not have a baby in you. Right. I'm not telling. If you start to get bigger, you just 
it keep may doing or may it. not be a tumor to be honest right I'll, um, i will tell you you may or may not uh have gestational diabetes when, i'm not on, gonna tell you you are on a need to know basis lady <laughs> it is so weird like you can't like man <laughs> apparently it's such uh, a big deal uh this whole abortion thing oh, it's just awful how many doctors are there there who are so desperate to stop abortions there's got to be some i guess there'd have to be but doctors doctors come from all backgrounds yeah but they went through medical school they know uh, yeah i know it's funny isn't it and though? there's this whole like you know ethics thing that they're supposed to do <laughs> i don't know if you've heard of this uh but but again what about the what lord's about ethics the baby? what about the lord's ethics and what about the lord what would jesus what would jesus tell this pregnant what, woman who, how would, how would jesus doctor her that's that's what we need to ask defective fetus right right so so like yeah you have to give birth to this fetus that any number of issues with any number of issues, including possible inviability. Yes. Yeah. Uh, great. Yeah. Good job, everybody. Great. Great job, team. It just makes me so angry. Like, I can't really think about it. Like, I really can't. Like, if I really start to just think about what the Texas state <laughs> legislature or any number of just lunatic run mm. legislatures in this country, it just it starts to see that comes up from really, really deep. And then I'm just like yelling at people at work. Yeah. Instead of being a nice <laughs> person at work. Like, all of a sudden, nobody wants to be around Frank. <laughs> oh, shit. Frank was oh. thinking about something, you guys. <laughs> Avoid him with all your might. Don't, don't talk to Frank. Somebody, oh. somebody brought something up and he thought about it. Oh, this is awful. I hate it. <laughs> Well, Dan. Yeah. Uh, while we're at it, with uh, with delightful fetuses. things to think about, <laughs> let's, let's just transition to another fetus story. Okay. Fetus and young young kids, toddlers. Oh, good. Really. Oh, great. Um, How exciting. Who? Uh, it's not. I don't know that I want to accuse the uh, the holy sisters of uh, the Bon Secours mother and baby home in. Tuam? Tuam? I don't know where that I is. I don't know. It's in Ireland. Oh, okay. So it could it could be anything. It could yeah. Those letters could be making any sounds that I just don't know. Uh so uh It's pronounced Dublin. That's <laughs> not useful, Dublin. Uh they uh they have found the remains of countless at this point, I think there is a number, but it's a lot um, of uh, fetuses and two to three year olds in basically a sewage uh, chamber is what it's calling it. It's like it sounds like a giant septic tank. It's a 20 chamber sewage tank that's designed for the treatment uh, and dispersal of apparently a large amount of sewage. But also and children and small children at one of these like Catholic nun run homes for you know the the, the recently for knocked up discardable babies right yeah well and there was such shame about 
you know, being a teen pregnant, you know, yeah. girl, a pregnant teen girl, uh, that, uh, in Ireland, that these girls were just sent off to these homes, right? Right. But now, wait a minute. Now, the, the, you're, you're, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> what are you trying to make sense of here? Doesn't this doesn't make sense to you? Okay. That there would just be countless. <laughs> no wait. Countless all, fetuses and toddlers. Does countless mean twenty, been... or does countless mean like a hundred? What does countless mean? Um, it doesn't really. Oh no. Here. Um. 800 children died in the Eight home. 800 children! <laughs> yeah. No, you're saying children. That's not like all fetuses. Like that's if what I was saying. Fetuses if, and toddlers. If it's fetuses, like that's one thing. If these were just like stillbirths or abortions. Right. But you're saying that there were alive children who had toddled about and then were somehow, they flushed them? How do you even do that? Well, it this doesn't sound like this was like connected to toilets or I feel like they just flushed them or garbage disposals. It's like, it's or, like you know when when your goldfish dies and you're just like what do you do? I ah, just flush it. They had a giant giant toilet. They had one the toddler would fit down. Let's put them in the big toilet. Let's just everybody say say a prayer and watch little Timmy. I mean, circle the 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 basin for a minute. Uh, all the groups in the universe to have any kind of disrespect for any um any version of human life. Oh, you mean the Catholic Church? I the, might mean the Catholic uh, Church, the, the, which I have heard the phrase uh, "unimpeachable on uh, life." Right? Yeah. Right. Used to describe the Catholic Church. Unimpeachable. Uh, I, sir, impeach you. I, I should impeach. <laughs> that is not. I mean. Holy shit. Yeah. So the commission that's investigating uh, has it has not yet decided whether they were they saying that it's not clear if this chambers, the set of chambers was ever used for sewage or wastewater. It's oh, quite good. possible. Thank God it's just for the disposal had, of babies that they had some sort of sewage like system installed. <laughs> right. To hide the fact, or to make it more easy to dispose oh of these bodies, God. so that they didn't have to like dig a mass grave, right? Why they can't... just walked down a little small set of stairs, took the body back to some chamber, and chucked it in with the rest. Um, I mean, I there but are. How... I want to make jokes, but I can't because I can't think of anything. How do you make a joke about? Well, I find that's that, just horrific. I find that funny, Dan, because I said I had a story that you would that I didn't know how to make jokes about. And yeah, you, and you said, "Oh, I'll find a way." Yeah, I <laughs> I didn't see this coming. I'll be honest, didn't see it coming. Eight hundred, eight hundred, fucking, and and, and, and that's the thing. Like the, you have to think about that's this, an impressive figure. How did they even get that? Like, and this oh my world, God. right, where yeah. there were no questions. Asked. These of, girls of, were so fully whisked away. Did you see the Philomena? Yeah. Yeah, right? It's like that, right? Whisked away and nobody cared. Nobody nobody really truly cared. Well, they cared. didn't want to know. Yeah. I get that. But I also get... So what happened to the kids? They could have been adopted to America or they could have just been thrown into a sewage chamber. Like, why were they dying? 
That's what I want to know. Like, you know, you get one or two. You get a couple stillbirths. You get a couple uh, of... Uh, of uh, the toddlers. It's But why were these little people dying? I I mean, that's got to be a neglect, right? That's got to be abuse. Either neglect or abuse. One of the two. Like, like actual physical abuse, right. not just... Or a brilliant combination of both. Or there was just some sociopathic nun. Just murdering? Yeah. Some psychopath. And all these other lovely... Like, there's one nun in the group. All the other nuns are like, Well, we can't figure out what happened to Patty. I don't understand it. Right. The last time we were, last time I saw him, he was running around to freeze a bird. Or they were just protecting Sister Mary. Right. Because they had to protect the convent. Right. I mean... You know what I mean? The truth... Yeah, the... Oh, there was... That's some... There's some evil in that shit. Oh yeah, that's bad. That is that is that's a that's a holocaust. That is a that is a of sorts. Yeah. Holy God! Yeah, yeah. But don't worry, Planned Parenthood are the real bad guys. Yeah. So we're we're in good shape now. <laughs> okay. Well, great. I'm depressed. I'm, I'm going to move us on. I knew I could do it. <laughs> uh. In in Brisbane, Australia, I swiped this off of uh, somebody posted this in the members only lounge. Uh, Brisbane, Australia, there was a uh, an interesting thing that happened on Ash Wednesday. Uh, some there was vandalism of a of a Christian war memorial, mm. a big cross uh, with a sword on it mm. uh, as a as a symbol of of war. Okay, you know, so this is a, a imagine war, this. Okay, a war memorial. Well. It was vandalized. Oh, okay. The 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 sword was pulled from the stone, <gasps> as it were. Did they crown a new king? <laughs> a new criminal. Uh, the really <laughs> weird part about this is that it was other Christians vandalizing this thing. What? Because they believe that uh, that it is a desecration of Jesus's uh, legacy to uh, to have a sword. On there, what Jesus? They 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 quote the uh, the Bible verse that says, uh, "Turn your swords to plowshares," uh, meaning you know, bend them into things that can be used for the land or whatever. Right. It's a nice metaphor, you know. Sure. Make make food, not war, sort of thing. Uh, these not guys, always practical, but okay. These guys did it. They <laughs> pulled the sword down and brought with them an anvil. So that they could hammer the fucker into the into a, a hoe, essentially. What? Yeah, yeah. When asked why their uh, why their desecration of a holy monument was different from that of, say, the Taliban's, right? They said, "We're Christian. We're not attacking another religion. We're attacking our own. We're attacking our own." Isn't. People aren't Christianing right, so we're going to fix it. Isn't that what the Taliban is doing? No, no. They, they attack, like, you know, big Buddha statues. They do they, that, but they also attack their own. They do also do that. They yes. kind of destroy their own, destroyed their own country. Yeah. Yep. If you don't, uh, if, if, if you don't, uh, Islam the way we want to, we want you to Islam, we're going to get you. Oh, and yeah. If you don't Christian the way we want you to Christian. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, these people are just one step away from finding a Buddhist shrine to yeah. destroy. Yeah. Uh, but that one step is a pretty long one because they're probably going to go to jail. 
Well, or at least be made to pay a lot of money. Yeah, uh, they should are, be a combination of the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are, and they did. Here's the thing: they did it. They they did it in full view. They did it in broad daylight. They made videos of it. They posted <laughs> plenty they, of evidence. They uh, they cop to it because uh, they're doing it right. Oh God, these the, people. Uh, the the Brisbane Lord Mayor uh, Grantham Quirk, which or Graham Quirk, sorry, Graham Quirk. By the way, one of the better names of all time. Go Mayor Quirk. I just love the last name Quirk. Graham Quirker. Graham Quirk. Graham Cracker. Graham. Mm. It, it, it wasn't there. You're stretching for it, it but there. I don't think you made there. it. Apparently, he's he's outraged. He's described the perpetrators as the lowest of the low which oh. you know what they're not uh when they start throwing babies into the sewer that's when they're the lowest of the low yeah At this point they're just attacking a monument yeah so nope no yeah no uh affront on humanity right exactly really. the, the, by point. the way the war memorial at Tu wong which What's has, wrong with this town? Has only one meaning in my life. Uh, it's a, 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 that drag movie starring, yeah. starring all those butch men. <laughs> Spelled T-O-O-W-O-N-G. And I didn't even bother to Google what that was. I just like that there's a war memorial to Wong Fu. Yeah, to Wong. To Wong Fu. Yeah. All right. Okay. What else you got? Oh, Dan. Brace yourself. What? Again? This is the Brace Yourself episode. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Uh, no, actually, this one is, um, it's good. Oh. It's good. Oh. It, ultimately, at uh, the brace, end of the day, okay. brace yourself for... We're going to go on a roller coaster Heavy ride. topic, decent thing happens. Okay. Okay. Good outcome. Um, uh, an Irish Catholic woman. Uh, that already makes me nervous. Boy, I know. It's <laughs> starting bad. Um, by the name of Marie Collins. Okay. Uh, she was, um... A well, she is an abuse survivor. Okay, um, who is who now is the was uh, who was on the Pope's commission uh, to that was working to sort of reform and um, sort of the Catholic hierarchy and whatnot. Uh, it was the Pontifical Commission for the Protection of Minors. Okay, uh, this was set up by Francis uh, about three years ago. Actually, exactly three years ago. Yeah. Um. And uh, with this task of uh, finding the problems, sniffing them out, uh, and reform, and changing the structures of the church, right, it, wherever it needed to happen. Okay. Right? To protect the children, right? Great. Um, well, after three years of being on the commission and the sole abuse survivor left on the commission, uh-huh. uh, she has resigned. Oh, no. Uh, because of the shameful, quote, shameful resistance uh, within the Vatican. Uh, yeah. that the Curia itself and the men who surround the Pope uh, have made it far too difficult to actually get anything done. And they don't want to get something done during all of this time. And here's the real shame uh -huh. for Pope Francis. Right. Because there is some shame here for him. You could say that the Curia is just strong and powerful, and he's fighting against it, too. She never even had an opportunity to see the Pope. And she's on his, his well, commission. Oh, no, she's a woman. 
Why would he listen to her? A non-nun woman? Right. How Who, how how dare she? Why would she listen to uh, why would he listen to someone on his commission uh, who has experience with the thing that commission is supposed to be studying? Why would he listen to that person? Never. Ridiculous. Never. Marie Collins. Oh, my God. But good. She stood up for it. She's getting some press and yeah. some attention because of it. Yeah. Um, and uh, and she looks like a, she's, a, she's a tough lady. I mean. Look at her. That's a, that's a likable face, but that's a serious... She's serious not, tough face. She's not fucking around. Yeah. I'll tell you this. Uh, it's more evidence that this Im- immensely likable Pope, and I find him immensely likable. As a public persona? Yeah. Yeah. All fucking words. Mm-hmm. There is fucking, like, he, and he says a lot of words that I like a lot. Yeah. But when it comes time for any action, every time I look for it. He hasn't changed the church. He's done nothing. Yeah. He's the goddamn pope. Yeah. Don't tell me the curia is powerful. There's a pope. Right. I've watched the young pope. <laughs> I know. I know. You that need it- to stop referencing the young pope because <laughs> that is not real. <laughs> I get it. There are powerful people <laughs> in the Vatican aside from the pope. Yeah. But you get a good maverick in there. Yeah. Here's the thing. He keeps saying shit and then the Vatican... Yeah. As though that's a person. Right. Keeps saying, well, what he meant was dot, dot, dot. Right. Well, how about he gets to say what he meant? And how about who the hell doesn't think that this this institution needs some reform on this issue? Right. Yeah, exactly. Set aside all other issues. Go ahead and deny it. You can you can be whatever fucking church you want to be, but this fucking issue. Yeah. Why are you blocking it? It's the one thing we can all agree you need to change. Yeah. And the fact that you can't agree to it uh, makes me suspicious about the higher ranks of the church. It's just pointing out that the curia is full of diddlers. Absolutely. It's that's what we've got. We've yeah. got a curia full of homosexuals men, and diddlers. Men who have done horrific things to yeah. children. Yeah. That's what we've got. Yeah. You can you can pick homosexual, you can pick diddler, and there's probably some combination of the two. Yeah. That's what you got in there. Yeah. Bunch of And every once yeah. in a while a straight man who uh also has lots of sex. Oh yeah, with women. Yeah. With adult women. Yeah. But yeah, still but they're break. all corrupt. Is my they're point. All, they're all sexually uh, screwed up. Screwed up. Let yeah. me tell you something. Yeah. As a former Mormon, I know, and I think most of my, I think a lot of our listeners can back me up on this. It is unhealthy to repress your sexuality. Mm. It leads down. Now, fortunately, it didn't lead down any like super deviant roads for me. No, it just, but it just kind of made me a little bit messed up about sex a for a while. Screwy, a little screwy about sex for a minute. Yeah, yeah. Took me a while to get out of that. Well, we heard on our last episode how much you were grabbing boobs, oh, just willy nilly. Well, n- <laughs> nilly more than willy, uh, indeed. <laughs> and he wasn't people. In case you missed last no. episode, he wasn't. No, um, I just felt like. Well, I mean, I was, but. Yeah, but it was consensual. Yes, I was grabbing women's boobs who were allowing it, um, which was every single time was amazing to me. 
Every single time a woman consented to let me grab her boobs, I thought a miracle had happened. I still kind of do. I still kind of love it. It's just this amazing thing. I've been married for all these years. I'm like, she's still letting me touch them. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, I'm going to take us to Jerusalem. We've we've talked about this before. We've talked about the fact that non-Orthodox Jews sometimes Mm. believe that women are okay people too. Non-Orthodox. Yes. They sometimes believe that women count as humans. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes. But the Orthodox ones. The Orthodox ones, not so much. (laughs) And in Jerusalem and in Israel, it's the Orthodox Jews that are in charge of all of the things. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, And in this case, specifically, the the Western Wall, the the Wailing Wall, I believe it is sometimes known, uh, the wall where people go and pray at bricks, which is really important, or stones, really. Uh, very important, very holy place, uh, and the Orthodox Jews are are very upset because women keep praying at the damned wall. Oh, no. Now, I'll remind our listeners that there's only one small section where women are even allowed to go to the wall. Okay. Uh, it's not, it, they, they've got their own segregated thing uh, because God forbid... A uh, uh, one of these ultra orthodox men should have to like be next to a woman. I mean, we've no, seen we've quite, seen what happens when quite they literally God forbid. Literally, yeah. God has forbidden it. Yes, it's not okay. And the result of this has been some pretty comical stuff. Like, did you ever see the picture? Plastic bad guy on the yeah, plane. Yeah, the guy yeah. that covered himself in plastic. <laughs> he put him. Yeah, he bagged himself right on an airplane. Because he thought he, because he knew he was gonna have to sit next to some woman, some sort of like social condom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, there's they they came up the so these ultra orthodox fellers came up with a very smart way to prevent uh, some some liberal women folk <sighs> no. from praying at the wall. Uh oh, they bust in. A couple thousand Orthodox girls from schools around the country. Okay. And had them take up all of the space at the women's part of the wall. And said, don't one of you dare pray. Don't pray. Stand Just here. You stand there and then you, uh, and then, so they did. They, they stood there These and. These guys are assholes. Some of them uh, turned around and screamed at the other women, uh, you know, and blew whistles at the other women. Who are trying to pray. Makes it harder to pray when somebody's blowing a whistle in your face. Blowing the whistles. Uh, Yeah. So what a lovely culture war you guys have going on there in Israel. Delightful. Yeah. Absurd. Thousands of girls. They've they've trucked in (laughs) to prevent the other women. Oh, it's just... These guys are... Just dick. Now here's the amazing thing. Here's what I just read. Like that that's a dick move. Uh, the teens and are they just going to keep these girls there all the time? Well, it, I mean, it was, I think it was for for uh, a special holy day, a special something or other. Uh, but here's the here's the really fun part. The the little teens were quietly praying. No, maybe to themselves. Maybe it's a different kind of praying. Maybe they weren't. You know. But it Doing does, the normal kind of praying that one does it, at the wall. It does seem a little strange that, like, to prevent women from praying at the wall, they trucked in a bunch of women to pray at the wall. 
It's ridiculous. <laughs> I also just, ridiculous. I also just love, like, you know, you and I are atheists. We don't believe in the power of any kind of prayer. But go ahead and do it to an inanimate object. <laughs> Direct it, you know, get close to a wall and pray. That's so much better. <laughs> that makes it makes, it makes a lot no of sense. sense. It, it makes, makes no sense. It makes a lot. I was gonna. Sense. I was gonna say. No, it doesn't. I feel like a wall. It's it's like a prayer amplifier, so that God hears it better. Well, if it was like one of those like arch things, <laughs> you know, like you visit like a state capitol, and they're always really proud of like the whisper arch, the dome. Whatever. Yeah, and you, the... if you stand here, okay, you stand on the other side, right. and I'm gonna whisper. Oh my God, I can hear you. Oh my goodness. Like, it's like that, but with God. But with God. And he never says and, anything back, though. And it's a wall. So you don't know if you've got it quite, if you're standing quite in the right place. Yeah, so you need to pray at different parts of the wall to really make sure that it goes straight up to <laughs> Jesus. Just Not Jesus, to right sorry, place. to God. Hashem. To, uh, to Elohim. <laughs> to whatever. Anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if no, you... No, oh, there's Dan, more. there's more. There's more. Dan. Dan, there's more. I'm used to you going first. You've gone first the last few times. I know. It's fine. But I've got something so Please. good. I had to just make sure that it was last. Good. Uh, have you ever heard of a, name, a guy by the name of Greg Locke? Pastor Greg Locke of oh, a yes. certain he, nominal YouTube fame. He's, he's, he's come into, uh, into a bit of spotlight recently yes. this week. Yes, in fact. Um, he is absolutely pissed off. So he gets on he, to, uh, uh, you know, the, the YouTubes, and he's one of these guys. He speaks into the camera, and he rants and he raves about his little Christian-y It's very important things, stuff. Right? Um, last year, he was one of the people who kind of got a little bit of attention uh, because of the whole Target's transgender-inclusive bathroom mm. policy came up. He right? was very much in favor of it, right? No, he hated it. <laughs> hated it. Um, one of the things he said about that was what you are targeting are perverts, pedophiles, people who are going to hurt our children. Right. So he's one of, oh. he's one of these really well-informed, yeah. uh, open-minded, uh, accepting Christians. Sure. Right. He's also got some serious gay face going on. I just want to say that. What? Um, okay, I'm he, he has this, this picture, uh, openly, he's wearing a t-shirt, openly Christian. Oh, right. And he's just, his mouth is sort of mid-sibilant S. Oh. Right? Like, just look at that. Just, look at how he's just, holding that jacket. Oh, his pinkies are his out. Pinkies, his pinkies are totally out. He's sort of daintily oh. handling sort of the edges. He's and openly Christian and closeted gay. <laughs> and then there's this other picture. <laughs> like, like, that's just, that's a gay face. I just don't know how else to say it. Oh, really. my God. I just Googled a, Googled, did a Google image search. Yeah. And Homo, he, homeboy is homo. That's all I'm gonna say. Like he tries to get all tough in a few of these pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because he, you know, that's what they taught him at the conversion but, therapy um, place. I'm but sorry, you got You got to be. I'm just tough. gonna pull this up because mm -hmm. there's a screen cap where he is 100. Mm -hmm. No, girl, you did not just say that. <laughs> it's true. Well, anyway, he's trudged out onto the internet again. Okay. Uh, this time he's pissed off because somebody, somebody donated to Planned Parenthood in his name. Oh. And so he got you know when you donate to you know nonprofit, they then send you. 
a thank you letter, uh-huh. right? And it's for it's kind of for your your taxes. You mm-hmm. set it aside, you save it, whatever. Uh, and uh, but anyway, so he gets on to <laughs> YouTube and is so fucking pissed off about this. And every single like story I found about it, like the top comment was, "What he wants us to donate." right in his name like right. this is the quickest way to get more donations this... in your name is to go on and announce this happened and you're pissed off about it right exactly because that's how the internet works right yeah and this article which was in the uh the new york daily news mm. starts with just the sim- one one three word sentence in the first paragraph this might backfire. <laughs> and then it goes into the story. And I thought that was rather funny. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he says that Planned Parenthood is a wicked mess. Mm. Um, there's never been an organization in the world that has killed more innocent people. Uh, other than apparently that convent in Ireland. Right. Um, other than radical Islam. Oh. Than that of Planned Parenthood. Wow. Yeah. There, uh, you know, I you hear that all the time, and that's fine. And I love that, you know, any chance he he's getting some publicity out of this, that's fine. But any chance anybody any any excuse you find to donate to Planned Parenthood, just do that, please. If you and if and, and if, if, and if name and do it in his name, that's gonna piss someone off. He's gonna, you know, he's <laughs> it's. Or you know, in the in the name of a pastor in your community that you hate. <laughs> it was. This is also something he said in the video. It was absolutely a waste of your money, and the stamp was an absolute waste of your money as well. Right. Or the stamp so to send, send him the thank the you. Thing, yeah. Uh, don't ever send me any more nonsense from Planned Parenthood. I don't want my name associated with this wicked mess. Oh, Greggy Poo. That's all your name is associated with forever. He's an angry, angry Christian. The whole thing that you're from now on, your name will never come up on the Internet without Planned Parenthood directly next to it. Planned Parenthood or I'm sorry, Pastor Greg Locke and Planned Parenthood supporter. Right. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, cute little gay boy. So sad that he can't come out of that closet. Oh, don't you no. don't you feel bad for him? I do. I feel a little bad for him. He's got, he's got a rage at the rest of the world because he can't because he can't bear to bring to tell his mom. It's that weird. Or like, his dad. That he's I don't gay. get what his smile is doing. It's just like <laughs> just it's like cheek, just this cheek to cheek like desperate smile. I'm just gonna point out like homeboys. Pocket square game is pocket on square. point. He does the pocket square. He likes to uh, he likes getting all dressed up. He does. I mean, God, you are you're very gay, young man. Yeah, uh, you need to come out of that closet and stop uh, messing with the ladies and yeah. their health care. Yeah, leave them alone. Le- Focus on the boys. Let me tell you something. The second you do come out of the closet and like just own your own shit. Right. You'll be so much happier about the whole world. The right. Planned Parenthood won't bother you. Yeah, the, no. the trans people in the bathroom, you'll start you'll you'll actually realize that there's no danger there. Right. You'll be so much happier. Yeah. You'll have a lot less to rant about, <laughs> which is sad. But 
Everybody loves a good rant. No. no actually, he'll you, rant about the service at brunch. He'll, 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 uh, that's true. He'll have plenty to rant about. He'll rant about like... This mimosa, the ratio on this mimosa is completely wrong. Oh my God, did you hear the DJ at Club Med the other night? It was so bad. There Honestly. is just too much orange juice in my mimosa. <laughs> that's, hey, wait a minute. That's not a gay rant. That's my rant. That's your rant, Dan. <laughs> I'm pretty gay. Let's, let's, let's just admit right now, in almost all of the ways, I'm pretty fucking gay. There's that whole not liking dick thing, but the rest of it, I'm pretty fucking gay. And, but I am insistent that the uh, ratio of orange juice to, to champagne for a mimosa, <laughs> uh, it's pretty crucial. I'm just going to say, do not put too much orange juice in that shit. <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to rant and rave about mimosas or mm-hmm. about gay pastors, please feel free to write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or maybe it's Bellinis that keep getting fucked up for you. <laughs> if call us and leave us a voicemail message, 424-666-8442. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. And while you're on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It's a closed group, but we'll let you in. Right. Uh, also, if you want to, feel free to donate to us. Become a, 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 a patron at patreon.com in the name of Pastor Greg Locke. <laughs> well, Frank. Dan. I think we need a patty break. Patty break. We had one last week, and it felt so good. I think we need another one. Uh, let me tell you something. He's worried about Donald. Oh, no. What happened to Donald? He's just worried, uh, you know, because some people, and this is weird. I'm not sure why. It seems impossible. Some people don't like that guy. What? No. Who? So, So let me tell you something. Who, Dan? Who? If you're confused about why someone doesn't like Someone that you do like, the best person to go to about that, to figure it out, is someone else who already agrees with you. Oh, yeah. It will really help to they, they bolster can, your sense of well, they can, dislike. They're the ones who really know the real reason. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, us yeah. liberals, we'll just give you the fake reason oh, why we'll we, lie to you. why we don't like Trump. We'll totally lie. But there's a good real reason. All right, Kathy says, why do so many hate President Trump and say everything he does is bad? I voted for him and believed he would make America great again, and he's already done that in many ways. So what is your answer as to why so many people do not support him and want him out? There's a desire on the part of some, I think it's satanic, it really is spiritual, to destroy America. America is the great hope of the world. If America goes down... The lamp of freedom goes out. For there's no other champion of freedom anywhere in the world. And we would be engulfed in chaos. And so we were heading that way. Obama was bringing it on another four or eight years of Obama-style government. And we would have been consumed with the socialist mentality. And the freedom that we've enjoyed would be blotted out. So... God gave us a reprieve, and this this thing is spiritual. It really is spiritual. There's no other champion of freedom anywhere in the world. 
It's only the United States of America. Oh, I know. The land of... We're fucked without it. The land of the the most incarcerations on Earth is Mm. the only champion of freedom. There (laughs) are some little ironies, Dan. (laughs) Nobody's saying there aren't. Uh, He might be. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Let me tell you, I I love this. Here, you know what? I'm going to go on a rant. I'm about to rant a little bit. You're going to rant? My ranting gets raves. That's a mash joke. I did. I I just did a. a oh, ho- yeah. I just stole a Hawkeye Pierce. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, here's the thing. I am done with our countrymen being made to be our enemies. Mm. I we I we sometimes do it. Mm. I just don't want. I I think we need to stop. We need to uh, fight. The main thing we need to fight in this country is not people who oppose your own viewpoint. But the concept of the someone who doesn't have your viewpoint is your enemy. Mm, yeah, I feel like that is what is that is the sickness that has taken over this country, and that is what this guy is trying is trying to do. He, I mean, he's literally calling people who are just politically in a different corner than him satanic. <laughs> he's right. saying that they are spiritually trying, trying. He's. The narrative that he has come up with is that the the people that oppose his politics are trying to destroy the country on purpose. Right. Not that not that he thinks their politics will will destroy the country, but that their ag- their agenda right. is the destruction of the country that they live in. That they live in that they that is their home. Right. They grew up in it's where their families live it's where they're trying to raise their families right. potentially and yet they want to destroy it. destroy it because they don't like freedom because only republicans christian republicans care about freedom only americans yeah. care about freedom <laughs> what the fuck is he on about so yeah. i feel like that's the the new the new the new era needs to be about embracing our countrymen. Embracing, I mean, like all of the people in the world are not your enemy. Right. That's just the facts. Right. But but let's start at home and just say that someone who disagrees with you is not your fucking enemy. They are just someone who disagrees with you. And until we can see it that way, we're going to continue to be this fucked up country. I don't know. I will say this. Just as a, a quick little, we need to figure out what to do with this part of it, though. Because yeah. the people who would fight to take away rights of marginalized groups. Yeah. It does feel like this is a targeted, specific attack on specific, on, a, on, on people, right? Sure. How does that not feel like that person is your enemy? Okay, I hear that. Right, I, I do hear because that. Because this this isn't just people who have differing <clears throat> fiscal policies or differing foreign policy ideas. Right, right. This is actually lives being played out and uh, hard feelings towards specific groups and mistrust of groups and actually hatred of sp- certain groups. One hundred percent. But to my mind, the cure for that is to find a way to convince them that these groups of people are not their enemy. Right. 
But when on you're on the s- other side, I hear you're that. on the you're in the marginalized group. How is that person or group of people who's who is actually in power and is actively yeah. pushing your group around? I just feel like I, I feel like the 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 larger campaign and we need to continue to work for this. But the but the the it is an ideological battle. That's an I and and it's and that's not so like the idea. I think the ideology that we need to be promoting is your countrymen are not your enemy. Sure, and and I and I agree that in some ways people on the the right may think that it's just strictly ideological, right? But on but on the left, if you're a member of you know if you're a gay person, sure, right? It doesn't feel like ideology when somebody's taking your rights away. Right or um or because it's real an atheist. I mean, right. they're attacking all, every listener to this show. Right, is under attack too. Right. So yeah, I hear you. Right. But to tell them, "fuck you," is not going to change anything. It may feel good. It may and it may certainly be the sentiment that's in your heart. Right. I get that. But you're achieving nothing with it. No, I know. It's I feel effective. it's <clears throat> yeah. Hmm. I feel like the dialogue has died. Well, yeah, the dialogue is... And I feel like the only way to revive the dialogue is to start promoting a sense of... 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 uh, of country. So we've never had a good dialogue around these these issues of marginalization in the United States. It's it's taken sit-ins and freedom rides and... It's taken marches and protests. It's, it's never been... A, yeah, there's been people back in the corridors of power doing the clean work. But it's taken a lot of dirty, more ugly work out in the, the, the streets and in the, in the media to get this stuff done. I don't disagree. And I don't, and I don't know that I think that that should stop. It, ta- it takes anger to, to get a lot of this stuff done. It takes people being pissed off. Sure. But I, I, but by the same token, I think for someone to listen to an angry person, mm-hmm. uh, and not just you know you can force the law to change, but what what but what changes society is dialogue, and I feel like I feel like now it's and and so I feel like we need we still need to fight the battles that we need to fight, right? But in the meantime, if I were to sully my car with a bumper sticker. It wouldn't claim any ideology beyond my countrymen are not my enemy. Could it possibly be coexist? No. (laughs) Nope. That's not it at all. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, just pushing back on the idea. That's all I'm doing. It's fine. I mean, you're absolutely right. There's more to it than that. Yeah. It's a, it's a, broader uh problem i just i the 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 sickness i think the real sickness that plagues us is that we can't have dialogue so if your countryman isn't your enemy who is your enemy dan satan jesus (laughs) wait fuck uh uh islam radical islamic terrorism no god damn it i don't know couldn't we just have a dialogue i'll just work on it i'll come (laughs) i'm sure i have an enemy out there somewhere (laughs) All Pat right. Robertson. Oh, oh erg. <laughs> erg. All right. I love the idea that you have to have an enemy. What a great <laughs> idea. What a fantastic. Wait, 
That's how this world then works. Then who is your enemy? Wait. In, <laughs> you're telling me I ain't got no enemies? <laughs> what the hell's the point of anything now? Just walking around with, like, all friends? Yeah. It's the worst life I can imagine. Gotta hate someone. Yeah. Gotta fear and hate someone. Gotta, gotta do it. How else do I know where I fit in this world? Right, exactly. Who else am I? What am I going to yell about? I don't hate somebody. I need to rant on YouTube. <laughs> I got to have an enemy. <laughs> where are Where are you, enemy? Uh, all right. Ugh. Do we have uh, an we, email? We got we got some uh, some email. We got we got voicemail. Uh, let's start with an email. Um, yeah. This was you know you and I were talking last week uh, about sort of how the LDS Church. Uh, remember that you you did this story about the temple in Atlanta and how they <laughs> they're so opposed to to classicism, right? Yeah, class. They're not a classicist. They're uh, classist organization. Uh, organization. At all. No, there's no. no there's no. There, there's no hierarchy of class in. The there's audience. no hierarchy at all. Oh, there's a hierarchy. It's completely. It's a just. It's just this egalitarian. Yeah. Right. <laughs> really really good uh yeah uh here this bill wrote into us he he heard that and he wrote into us about it i found myself screaming at my iphone as i listened to your oh, reading no. the statement from your, lds inc <laughs> it wasn't your iphone's fault bill it was <laughs> screw that phone uh railing against class status uh regarding the atlanta temple as a 25 year old hardcore mormon construction worker I had a chance to do some work inside the Seattle Temple. Oh. Uh, of course, finding construction workers with temple recommends was a bit of a trick, but I digress. Huh. Uh, yeah. As part of the work on the heating system, we had to go in, inside of each and every room in the building. Hmm. I was shocked, dis dismayed, and bitterly disappointed to see that the office of the temple president was very swanky, while the office of his first counselor was not so much. And the office of the second counselor was just plain no. Come on. I had naively thought that all of the place of all the places in the world, God's holy temple would be the one place where status was not important. Oh, little Bill. <laughs> oh, little baby Bill. You you should have known better. Oh, uh, no. He says that tiny bit of hypocrisy was one of the first cracks in my foundation. Uh, which ultimately led to my rejection of the faith, albeit 25 years later. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you for your work uh, uh, and my weekly dose of sanity. Oh, Yeah. Uh, well, what I actually find surprising about this is that the counselors themselves had sort of a different yeah. standard of office. Yeah, it wasn't like, I never thought of it like, wasn't like the good office and then the two lesser offices. Right. It's the good office, the medium office, and... Pfft, you go over there, brother so-and-so. Second counselor. Second. <laughs> why, did, why, did we even, why did we even call you to be a counselor? You know, maybe one day, if you're good and you work hard, you can get a better office than this piece of shit right here. <laughs> and if Jesus loves you. Oh, no. That is amazing, though. That's really funny to me. That's it's because, really sick. Yeah. That's really sick. <laughs> it's like these are positions... Called by God, but boy, you need to feel... Well, here's the thing. All uh, important Mormons are like former businessmen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. All of, and, and they're all old. They're right. all of an era when 
having that corner office, having the better desk and the better chair and the more expensive everything was your sign of prestige was was showed how much better you like it was super important to show how much better you are than yeah. the other workers yeah yeah so well uh, i mean i it, what's funny is i guess i'd never really thought about the fact that like the bishop's office was nothing special no Right. It's and an office with a desk. It's it's usually large enough. To remind the only reason that it's large is because they have a lot of people come in for meetings. I'm just going to interrupt to remind our listeners that a bishop in Mormonism is just sort of the uh, the the head of the one small congregation. Yeah. It's not that it it may sound like a very important position. It's right. not. It's yeah. It's and it's a later it's a lay a, person who uh-huh. has been called to have another full-time job as yeah. well as their for regular. I mean, we were in a, a bunch of different wards through the years, uh-huh. different, you know, chapels and and uh and you know, the bishop's office was always some some variation of the same thing. Yeah. You know, never never really all that nice. Even the stake president's but office. But the stake president's office, while it wasn't swanky, I wouldn't you know, use that word to describe it. Right. It was definitely larger and was had a little bit nicer furniture in it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And. But apparently you got to get up. You got to get temple level. And it had a legitimate waiting area, if I remember right. Whereas the bishop's office never did. It had like a chair outside the door. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Like, it was even there. You can even see Even just it. at that sort of local church hierarchy level. There was there were those differences. Yeah, that's interesting. That, but of course, of course, I mean a temple president. This is a prestigious calling. Yeah, like this is a I, really nice calling. It's like a lot of former. Cushy. Oh, it's totally cushy. But a lot of former general authorities, like emeritus general authorities, sure. or, or uh, former mission presidents, yeah. that type. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you have the lay people. As your as your clergy, like nobody nobody goes to school for it. You can't like aim at church work as your like as a career as your career. Is what's going to pay the bills? Uh, so so they got to have some sort of hierarchy to show who's who's favored. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. So stupid. Anyway, all right. <clears throat> uh, I have a voicemail. Oh, play. also a response from uh, our show last week. Okay. And uh, our show a couple days ago because we were late. Now we're early getting this one out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's let's hit that real quick. Hi, Dan and Frank. Um, my name is Susan, and I was just listening to your show where you were talking about the risen Christ. And um, I remember wondering the same thing about um, men's junk <laughs> from back in the day when I had art history. And apparently... Um, the Renaissance was copying, um, you know, sort of a, a aesthetic of the Greeks, and the Greeks felt like men with big penises were uh, brutish and unintelligent, and they, so they sort of wanted their sculptures to um, reflect uh, intelligence and grace, and anyone with a big penis was considered a horny loser who uh, just didn't have any social mores or mores or however that goes. So um, I thought that you might be interested because, uh, you know, why not? So anyway, keep up the awesomeness and uh, TGIA. Woo! (laughs) 
Yeah. Oh God. The the Greeks would have thought I was such a dolt. <laughs> I'm sure, Dan. <laughs> that is. Yeah. I mean, that is funny. That I mean, of course. Then you have to make Jesus as tiny. Oh, the littlest. He was. He was so, the most graceful of all the world. <laughs> so intelligent. <laughs> barely had a penis at all. Oh. Barely anything. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a, thank you so much, Suzanne. No, that's that pretty funny. Perspective <laughs> on Jesus's penis. Oh, well, uh, do we have anybody to thank? We do. Yeah. Uh, we have an, uh, one new uh, patron. Okay. Uh, human. Oh, good. Good. I hate it when animals <laughs> uh, patronize our show. Uh, and uh, yeah, coming in at the faithful level. So thank you very much for that. And of course, thanks to James, our continued Lord and Savior. Lord and Savior, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to be to join the ranks of the uh, of the the holiest of holy folks, uh, the best of our listeners, please go to thankgodimatheist.com and uh, and click on the Patreon link. That'll take you to a place where you can sign up to to do a per episode donation. There are uh, perks. To doing oh, so, uh, and uh, and it greatly helps our efforts. Uh, so, uh, thank you so much, and we bless you, our, our children. Amen. So, Dan. Oh, Frank. We got something to talk about, right? The Mormons, uh, re- so Mormon leaks. We've talked about Mormon leaks before. Mormon leaks. Uh, uh, it's, not, it's not too exciting, but. Well, it, <laughs> it's as exciting. Like the most boring leaks ever. It's as exciting as the organization it is set up to uh, expose. Hey, everybody, we got a video <laughs> of eight old men sitting in a room talking, talking. about things they don't know anything oh. about. There have been some very interesting Mormon leaks over the uh, over the past little bit. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Some of those videos had like some pretty astounding things. Yeah. Yeah. Mixed in with the boring. Yeah. Um, but recently, uh, tedious though. It can be. Uh, but recently, a uh, a PowerPoint presentation was posted to there. Oh, I love PowerPoint, Dan. Uh, the Mormons, interestingly, successfully had it taken down. Uh, <gasps> what? N- not by the site itself, but by whomever posted it. What? I'm not sure how that works. Wow, they they hired in some a, a new crack team of lawyers. Let yeah, me tell you. and some really good uh, investigators, apparently. <sighs> so, uh, yeah, it was removed i don't know how but once something goes on the internet ladies and gentlemen it's always on the internet it's never gone right uh so so we do have uh at least one of the images and this one was the most interesting and salient of the images oh um i think okay uh and it is it, it is a slide titled issues and ideas leading people away from the gospel Oh, oh, of course, of course. And uh and I bet they talk about this a lot. Yeah. Because this is this is a big deal. It is a big deal. They're they're, they're hemorrhaging having some re- retention issues. They are hemorrhaging people. Yeah. 
in this modern uh, era where free-flowing information yeah not they do not like that no that is not their favorite thing no uh this particular slide has a bunch of bubbles uh, you know some larger than others to, oh, yeah? to indicate i think importance oh yeah one yeah. would imagine of these size different usually indicates importance <laughs> well except in the case of, of jesus's <laughs> penis <laughs> The most important. We're penis. back to the dick jokes. <laughs> Yay! Jesus, you know, <laughs> you can only make the Jesus was hung joke once, but it's so right there. Anyway, yeah. uh, this slide has uh, is also separated by far left and far right. It's sort of oh, like the political spectrum. It's the political spectrum of okay. why people are leaving the church. Uh, <laughs> Which I think is super interesting. So, but this is actually great. You don't have to be a loony liberal. No, no, no. In their minds to leave the church. They have discovered. They have discovered that people are leaving on all sides. (laughs) For any possible reason. No, no. Only for the following reasons. Shall I read some to you? Okay, let's hear it. On the far left side. Oh, yeah, okay. Joseph Smith's polygamy. Apparently (gasps) that's a... Oh, people find out about it, and oh, it just bugs it bugs liberals. It just yeah, ooh, ooh. I, don't, I don't like it. Conservatives um. though love <laughs> Joseph Smith's liberal <laughs> or uh, his uh, polygamy? polygamy. Apparently, I don't and know. Fine um, with it. Believe. Oh wait, I. Oh, that's this is. I wait a minute. Sorry, what are you doing? I am reading the wrong one because someone has made. A, a fake one? A, 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 and sort of an I fixed it version oh. of it. Okay. So, so, uh, so I'll read the real one first. Okay. Ordain women. Is Ordain the, is, women. Is, 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 is one of the big that ones. That makes more sense. Disagree with current policies. Yeah. That's on the left side. Yeah. yeah. Uh, incredulity over church history, <laughs> which falls in line with that Joseph Smith's polygamy yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like this one a lot. Secular, <laughs> huh? So they got you know those secular Mormons. <laughs> those all those secular Mormons seem to be leaving the church. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. because why would you stay? <laughs> uh, in the middle section, we've gone from orange to blue now. Oh, right, uh, right, in, right. Of, on, in these, these, these are your bubbles. centrists. Yeah, the reason they're leaving chastity. They don't like being chased. Wow, I didn't uh, know. Really, a lot of loose. Centrists out there? Apparently people like to fuck. Want to fuck. They want to fuck. Uh, Along those lines, pornography. Uh, Really? uh, Yeah, that's a thing. Um, Lack of righteousness is a reason people leave. I bet this is, doesn't, these are not far left, far right. No, no, this is the middle one. No, I know, but they're also meaning... uh, these are anybody could fall away for these reasons. I bet. Let, me, t- let me tell you something. Nobody not just is falling falling away for these reasons. But I'm talking. That's about not a real minds. thing in their minds. You're right. Uh, we'll continue on. Lack of uh, commitment. Sabbath. Sabbath. Oh well, how else do you brunch? Well, indeed, and in fairness, uh, they might be a little right on this one. Their version of Sabbath. Is the worst shit of all time. <laughs> Their version of Sabbath, meaning like what happens on Sunday, is yeah. three hours of the most painful boredom you can imagine. And then you have to go home to some 
casserole. I'm pretty sure Gitmo uses Mormon church uh, as one of their torture uh, <laughs> devices. Really? Wow. Yeah. Uh, on the far right side, do you want to take any guesses as to who, what's drawing people away on the right? God, or what they think is drawing people I, away? I would guess that maybe they get involved in like a polygamous cult. False prophets. False you prophets. got one. You got okay. one. Uh, okay. Denver Snuffer being one that's listed by name. Really? If you guys want to learn some inter- like some interesting like down the rabbit hole kooky right far right Mormon shit, go- yeah. Google that guy because oh. he's a nutball. Uh, last days slash end of the world predictions. Oh, preppers. Preppers, preppers who don't think that, who think that the church have ab- have abandoned them. Yeah, on this uh, read under the banner of heaven, folks. Yeah. Oh my oh god. Oh my god. Uh, and the church has lost its way or is deficient. Yeah. Yep. yep. Or or in this little bubble uh, in the bottom right hand corner, need quote something more. <laughs> don't we all? Which, though? How much more do you need than Mormonism? Like, are, like, where do you uh, go? Inspiration. Well, yes. Um, but if, but if we're talking about far right people, oh. I feel like, like, got, need something more. It means like I need to be involved in taking over a government building in Oregon or something. Yes. Like, yes. Like, yeah. No, absolutely. Where does one even go but, for but that? Here's the deal. Yeah. What, what does it say again at the top? Reasons people leave. The gospel uh, issues, are, issues and ideas leading people away from the gospel. Okay, the, 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 these people have, uh, I think, a problem with understanding that, that that these are sort of these these are kind of the last the last signs that you might see. Yeah. These are not the things that lead people no. out of the church. No, Th- this is this is the easily identifiable. You know, this check is, box on the why are you unsubscribing to this email list? Right. Not only you that, know. this is also or what this is is someone you know someone leaves the church, and then they're mad. Yes, because all of this shit that was bullshit that they believed and that they were told and stuff, and then they glom onto something uh-huh. that they were mad well, that they're mad about, and they uh, and they join up with ordained women. Right. Or they or because, because well, ordained women is still in the church. I mean, that organization is an organization of Mormons. Oh. So. But with a lot of people who are out of the church, right? Right, right. So, so, I mean, after the fact, they might glom onto one of these things. No one has left the church because of their pornography addiction. Because, A, pornography addiction isn't a thing. Right. And, B, uh, that's just a red herring that church people love to talk about. Right. I mean, granted, a lot of Mormons get really hung up on porn right uh, mo- largely men uh right. but yes they do get a, a a, they, they get a sort of like a ocd like obsession obsession with oh, pornography yeah. yeah because they had to stunt their sexual growth because they because of what we talked about earlier which right. is mormonism is bad for your sexuality oh, no. so yeah, yeah pornography yeah. is a problem in the church <laughs> that's not well, why anybody leaves it right to go out you know what i'm sorry but the church is really getting in the way of my porn habit uh and i choose porn <laughs> you know those three hours on sunday it's looking Ugh. pretty attractive right get, now to just uh to just just sit at home i and, just and just wank it just hard three hour sessions of just full-on porno wanking yeah yeah 
No one has ever said that. No one has ever been like, <laughs> you guys are getting real judgy about my porn use. Right. Uh, no, that's not how that works. <laughs> Nor is like, yeah, people want to have sex. But let me tell you something. I know for a fact that people who really want to have sex uh, in Mormonism don't leave the church because of it. Hmm. They just do it in the bum or they just do it. Right. They just float. Right. Or they just do some other bullshit crazy thing or they get married just to have sex. Yeah. Because 30 seconds after they meet someone. Right. Because both of them are like sex. Yeah. Me too. Okay. Temple. Let's go have sex. (laughs) We have to. And then they uh, they have, you know, a miserable 10 years and divorce each other. Right. Right. And then quickly have to have sex again. Right. Right. Rebound marriage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that or, you know, but the real reason, I mean, I think here's what we here's what we need to discuss. Is yeah. the is the real reason people leave the church, which is the church oh, is bullshit. This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Which should be one big circle on the PowerPoint. <laughs> this just it uh, just says, "Oh, dot dot dot." This is bullshit. Well, it's more like one of the one of them leans forward and is like, uh, "Brethren, could we discuss the elephant in the room?" <laughs> shh, shh, shh. No, no, we cannot. In no way can we do that. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, could it possibly be that this is all bullshit? Right. I mean, I can't believe I'm looking at this thing. I mean, disagree with per- current policies might count as this, but like none of it, like they don't ha- even have a bubble. You'd think that they'd have a bubble that says right. gay things. Right. Gay stuff. But that's what disagree with current policies is alluding to because they've had a flood of right. people leave the church. It's, a, it's, it's over code. Over some of these. Code know, for the, gay. Yeah. Gay stuff. Yeah. Uh, and they, 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 they all know what that is. But they, again, I love that they actually think that that's the reason and that that's not the last final straw. Right. And that a lo- right. for a lot of those people, they had already been out of the church for a decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. That they are just finally now writing in the letter. Right. Right. I mean, this the, clearly they're probably pulling a lot of resignation letters and going, okay, why, why are people saying they're leaving? And you that, know? you know, it, my resignation letter to them would say, it says, you know, because of your policies toward uh, hmm. toward gay people. Yeah. But it's not. But I mean, that was the reason I was resigning. Right. That's not the reason I left the church. Right. They had they had my me on their books for a I decade think, after. I, I think people need to be clear about this when they're resigning. Be like, listen, this is I haven't believed in years. Right. Your church has failed to teach me things that were useful for my life and failed to uh, hold up to even the easiest of logical scrutiny exactly uh i feel lied i have felt lied to mm. repeatedly uh and to be honest i didn't but through all of that i didn't want to break my mother's heart right and so i didn't send this letter in you've crossed the line for the last time right yeah you've now done something so shitty I'm my willing mom, to my, break my, my mom, heart. My mom's going to have to deal with a broken heart now. Yeah, but I, I think, hope you're happy. I think, though, that on this issue, <sighs> she will at least understand right. why. Right. But then, of course, what happens is mo- mom thinks that you've left the church because of the gay thing. I, mean, I don't care why my mom. Right. At this point, I don't care why she. No, no, no. But I'm just saying I'm, I kind of care that the church has a good sense of why people actually leave. 
my mom can create any story that she wants about why I left. Yeah. I mean, truly, it, just to fucking keep the peace. Well, but she knows that you're gay. So oh, yeah. Of course yeah. you're going to leave the church if you're gay. Yeah. She almost left the church over really? it. Really? Within the first 24 hours. And then, <laughs> and then, then she the, thought twice about then it. Then the defense mechanisms kicked in uh-huh. and do, 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 do. Yeah. We'll just make it work. She was, she was like, I can't believe in any God that would not accept Frankie. Yeah. And then she could. And then she could. Then, then it was fine. Yeah. Don't worry. That's just a temporary. But it, I, I find that a remarkable thing. Yeah. And if that had, if that little seed had been properly, you know, nourished and watered yeah. and allowed to flourish. Unfortunately, there were many seeds that had a much there more, were, that a lot of been, weeds. Yeah. That, that had been cultivated yeah. for decades. Yeah. I just think, you know, so here's the thing. I'm going to say why I left the church. And if they're listening, they can add this to their PowerPoint. Oh, okay. Cool. Because my story is this. I wanted to believe. I did believe. Mm -hmm. I wanted to continue to believe. Mm -hmm. I was a strong believer. Mm -hmm. But there was this one little nagging problem, which was that I had never received the promised confirmation Mm -hmm. from the the magic Jesus people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I prayed. I... I got. I went through a thing where I started to fast and pray and uh, and mm-hmm. like study scripture almost exclusively for a little while. There was this very awful six month period where oh I was just intense about the shit. Wow! It was the only thing that I cared about because it kept getting worse. I kept not getting that confirmation. So you were just obsessing about that little line at the end of the Book of Mormon. Yeah. Really? Well, because it kind of meant everything. Yeah. Like, if if I'm well, not getting that, something right. has gone so horribly wrong. And in and in the midst of all of this, I had touched some boobs and Uh-oh. was so guilty about it. So, like, I had this reason why it wasn't happening. Like, oh, shit. I, I, I caused this. I sinned my way I out of this. this up. Yeah. But I'm begging God. I'm repenting. I'm, please don't do that. Please just make yourself known to me. And he didn't. Why not? I don't know. Why do, you, why do you think he didn't? Oh, well, why? my conclusion then and my conclusion now differ. Oh. <laughs> because what was your conclusion then? I didn't know. I, it just hmm. seemed like, you know, mysterious ways or whatever. And, I, and, I, and so, like, at some point, though, it got way too intense. It was more than I could handle. And I just had to say... Lord, I'm still here. I still want this. I still want you. Uh, but I can't do this anymore because I am going crazy. And how old were you? Like 18. Okay. I mean, so what was really important to me was that I understood that I believed it before I went on a mission. Right. That was at 19. I was expected to go on my mission. Yeah. Uh, every like every 19 year old boy in this church, you were expected yeah. to do this. But I was a person who took shit seriously. I wasn't yeah. the kind of kid who could just like lackadaisically do what was expected of me, right? Uh, and go and teach a bunch of people something that I didn't, that I wasn't sure about. Wow! So I was just like, just make me sure, and we'll be good to go. Yeah. And then I went to my bishop, and I was like, "Fuck, I, I'm, I didn't say fuck, but I said, geez, bishop, golly gee, I'm not sure about this. I've been praying for six months, and nothing's happening." Right. And he said, maybe you should go to the temple. And I was like, great, because 
that's the Mormon idea is that like now I know had I gone to that temple, it would have just freaked me the fuck out even more. Oh, you'd have been fucked for years. <sighs> that would, that would have ex- he was actually doing the right thing. It would have extended your stay in the church, probably. The, the confusion. And, yeah, you yeah. would have, and the, the guilt would have been that much more amplified. Right. You know. Because it's so fucking weird. Oh, and you, and make, it's, it's but you make all these promises fuck. and all these oaths and it's th- things you can't even talk about. Right. Right. You can't, pro- you're, you're forbidden to process with promises other people. with other people. Right. Right. It's stuff that you just have to keep in and internalize and let just fucking fester right but i couldn't even make it that far because he and i sat down in his office uh, to do right. the temple yeah. interview yeah and he opened the the thing and he said do you believe in god the eternal father and in his son jesus christ and in the holy ghost and i said i don't know uh, and he said and he just looked at me important he just stared at me and i was like oh i have to answer yes huh and he kind of nodded and i was like well i can't because I don't know. Right. And he was like, Close shrug. And I stood up. We shook hands. And I walked out. And that was that. Wow. That was the end. So, yes, the reason that I left the church was I didn't believe it. I wasn't sure. And then. And, then, and it I, requires complete certainty. Yeah. You have to know. Well, and the thing was, like, yeah, I still left the ball in God's court. I was like, dude, I'm still here. Let's talk. Oh, but that's not how God works, Dan. Apparently not. That's not how God works. God, you have to get in there, Dan. You are, you have to be in the mix. Well, the, the traditional... God doesn't come hunting for you. you <laughs> you're not Saul on the road to Damascus, Dan. I Believe me, I went looking. Did I get that right? I don't fucking I know I anymore. And, it, and here's the other thing. Like, once I, like... Gave myself permission to breathe from all of that. I was like, oh, you know what? I have all of these gay friends who, and I had convinced myself that it was a choice. Right. Because that's what I had been told. And then I started to meet people who had, like, attempted suicide because they couldn't unchoose it. Right. And I was like, that's not how choices work. Yeah. <laughs> and then I asked myself, could I choose to be gay if I wanted to choose to be gay? Mm. Is that a fun thought experiment? And I, nope. Boy, it's a terrifying road you almost went down, Dan. Dan, <laughs> believe me, if I could be gay, it would be a miracle. But that's a, that's its own. <laughs> no, thing. but like, think about that. Like, for for most men in this world, yeah, right. To sit there and go, okay, I'm gonna actually do this little thought experiment, and at the other end, I might be gay. Okay, yeah. Right, but right now, right now I'm straight, and I know I'm straight. Yeah, but if I'm gonna try to choose right now to be gay, but then that means that I'm gay. Yeah, that means I have to like do all that sex stuff with men. Right. Which here's the fun thing about that thought experiment: it lasts point two seconds. (laughs) It's the easiest thought experiment in the world once you do it. Could I be gay? But let me think here: boobs, check, dick. Nope. Okay, not gay. So huh. there's that. Huh. Uh, I guess I guess we're uh, we're done with that experiment. <laughs> At which point it's just like, well, fuck. If it's not a choice for me, and they're committing suicide trying to get out of it, right. it's not a choice for them. They're so that's when I stopped being Mormon. I didn't stop being Christian yet. Yeah, but that's when I was like, oh, Mormonism is 
wrong about right. this, clearly. Why would God make you in a way and then command you not to be that thing? Right. That's just, that's him making a mistake and God doesn't do that, right? And then after that, it was just like, oh, right, I get it now. It's all dumb. So you're in college at this point. Um, yeah, ish. No, I mean, I, I took some time off. So I was college oh, okay. age. College age. But yeah, I was on like sort of 19 year old when I realized, oh, no, this is all poop. Long hair, Dan. Was this long hair, Dan? Uh, my hair's eh, not yeah. yet. Not yet. Not okay. yet. Right. That happened a little later, but <laughs> and it was brief, <laughs> but fun. Long hair. Yeah. Had to take a while to grow that much hair. Yeah. But, but it was like, I mean, it was like a year and a half and then it was, and then I got a okay. part in a show and they were like, Hey, you want to cut your hair? And I was like, sure. Uh, okay. Well, I was, I was, I never, I always felt like a short haired guy who happened to have long hair at that moment in his life. Oh, interesting. I never felt like a long haired guy. It was a lie. It was, I was you living. Were living a lie, Dan. That's a story. That's that is a topic for another podcast. I'll tell you that. Um, is there anything else in this? No, I mean, uh, I mean, your your story. I mean, probably was tied a lot more to the fact that you were gay. I'm guessing when you left. The I church. mean, yes and no. Um, not that dissimilar, actually, mm. in, in some ways. Um, I had Except always. You got suckered into the the mission. Well. Right, because I was trying to do all the things that I thought would lead to knowledge that the church was true. Right. Right. And so I was actually willing to sort of say all the right answers, mm. right, to all the questions. I knew what the right answers were. Right. I didn't sit there and go, oh, wait. <laughs> you, you oh, I don't know. You don't actually think about them. You just, <laughs> you just respond correctly. Right. Exactly. I know the right answers to the right. test. Meanwhile, right. I was like, right. you're asking my opinion. Right. So anyways, then the smoke came out of my ears. So I, I lied through the whole thing. Uh-huh. Uh, I got myself in the temple, moderately freaked out. Yeah. Uh, convinced myself, though, that there must be something of value there. Sure. Um, and went a handful of times more. Uh, you know, I probably went a total of a dozen times in my whole life mm. uh and uh and then went th went on the mission struggled with the joseph smith story for me that, yeah. was, that was the hard one i i just really i didn't have a quote-unquote testimony <laughs> of uh joseph smith right and so i was after the mission and it never really materialized uh i was at byu like i was really just trying to do all the right stuff and i was lying in bed um one night in my on-campus housing at mm. BYU, and I was, I kind of just did this little, like, well, I don't believe that Joseph Smith was a prophet, right? <laughs> and <laughs> Well, so, that'll unravel some shit real quick. Right. And so I was like, okay, so if Joseph Smith didn't have this little first vision thing, and he didn't get the Book of Mormon, then the Book of Mormon must just be this made-up thing. Yeah. And then if that's all, like, why am I trying to gain this testimony of this thing that ultimately, you know, it's fairly re obvious requires this little circular little dance mm -hmm. to, to make it work. Um, and then I was like, well, then the church that, it, that any church that's basing itself on this book 
is fake and right. made up and the product the product of man and so i was just like well, fuck it and so i was like i don't believe the church is true then and i sat there and then i i was like okay well if i don't believe the church is true do i want to find a different church mm. is that important to me and then i was like well while we're at this whole little thing of i don't really buy that story or this story um do I think that Jesus Christ was divine and is my Lord and savior? And I was like, Nope. And I was like, okay, <laughs> let's go back another step. Then do, do I believe in God? I don't really, I don't really think so. I mean, I'm checking. And so I was but... like, so I just sat there and I was like, okay, then I'm going to see what happens if I just for a minute, it was kind of this little experiment thing for, but it worked. Uh-huh. This one worked. Uh, what does it, what does it mean? What does it mean for me to say, I don't believe in God. Right. And so I sat there and I kind of just processed it for a minute. And suddenly, and then I was like, three of your hairs came out in rainbow colors. (laughs) But the gay thing, I do have to say, I feel like maybe it allowed me to exist in another space, Mm. but it it wasn't the reason. Right. I didn't go down that, that path, that sort of logical path. Right. Because of my feelings toward men. Right. Right. That wasn't, that, that didn't bring on that, that discussion. That's really interesting. All, yeah. Right? And so then it was, okay, well now I don't have any of these weird limitations that I've been placing on myself. So. Cause which, you had, you had successfully navigated like repressing the gay. I mean, I mean, ish. Yeah. I mean, at very least you had, you had found a space for, for the the gay knew I was gay, but but you had you had found a nice little Mormon place for it. Yeah, well, I was trying desperately to find that place. Right. I don't think I ever found it. Sure. If I'd found it, I would be married and have kids. Oh, god. Right. Yeah. How often but, would that be? But but it's interesting because that's not what drove you away. Dr- you having been driven away is what opened up the space for you to go. Oh, yeah. I can just be gay. Yeah. Yeah, this is something I can finally just accept about myself. I don't I don't have to fight. I right. don't have to do anything. I can just be me. Yeah. Yeah. Which is that's, man. Yeah. And then I was like, well, how do I feel about uh booze, coffee, and tobacco? <laughs> and I'm guessing that the answer to that was hooray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tobacco and me never really got along too great. Right. Especially after it destroyed a pair of my jeans. Mm. Um Oh dear. I burned a hole, clean through a pair of my favorite jeans. Don't, with a stupid cigarette. Don't fuck with that gay man's fashion. <laughs> I was so mad. <laughs> I was so mad. I didn't touch a cigarette for like five years after that. <laughs> just, I was starting to have like, the habit of like, you know, all my friends smoked when they drank. Right. And a lot of them went home and continued to smoke. Right. right? And so I was kind of starting down that path. And thank God, actually, I burned a hole in those jeans. Right. How Lit- terrifying. Though. Literally, I thank God for that. Like, I could have burned myself. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. But instead, it fell into a cuff. Oh. And just scorched, like, down the back of my shoe as well. Oh. That pissed me off, too. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead and write. Tell us why you left your church. Uh, and those of you who weren't part of, who were never part of a church, no bragging. We don't need to hear it. <laughs> Anyway, uh, if you left a church, uh, tell us why. 
You can write to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can call and tell us using your voice. Which we love to In hear. a voicemail. Yeah. 424-666-8442 yeah. is the number. Indeed. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIatheist. I'm sure a healthy conversation will happen there. And But also, while you're on Facebook, yeah. search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It's a closed group, but you, yeah, you can have this conversation. I've been... And I've, nobody else nobody that you know on Facebook needs to know. Needs to know that you're having this conversation. I've been informed, by the way, that Facebook, uh, which is where, we, which is the basket into which all of our social media eggs are placed, yeah. makes us old. Oh. But how do you have a conversation on Instagram? You can't! Send me a picture of your dissatisfied face. Right. Fuck that shit. What did your face look like? When you left your church. Yep. Uh, but we don't have Instagram, so you can't send it. But you could go to... Maybe you can go to Greg Locke's Instagram and see how gay. Alright, what else? We need to thank Mackenzie for all of her uh, hard work on Facebook. Yes. Conversation going. She's, uh, she's amazing. Thanks to Amy, uh, Sarah, and Danny for their work as moderators on the Members Only Lounge. Keep an er buddy in check. And thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music. And Gordon Johnson for the use of his uh, fine organing. And thank you, dear listener, for tuning in. Oh, and you know what? Let's thank our patrons as well. Thank you, guys. Thank you, uh, all of our patrons, uh, yeah. for for donating. It's, you guys are so generous. It's so appreciated. It's a privilege uh, for us to get your money, and we really uh, we don't we we don't take it for granted. And thank you. Dear listeners, all, for tuning in to our silly little program each week. Yeah. Bye. Bye! That was better. <laughs> <laughs>